Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Paul the Collector. What's up, everybody? And uh, we're back with Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch. Yeah. Great rom-com starring Jimmy Fallon. Some people love him, some people don't. And the always beautiful and always super talented Drew Barrymore. You know how you've been saying, like, um, stop giving me these new Nick Cage movies because I don't want you to ruin him for you? Right, right, right. That's how I feel about Drew Barrymore in this movie. Really? Like, I thought she was great in this. I mean, she's great. Then that's what I'm saying. Like, Drew Barrymore is always great. And I didn't realize how much I adored her uh-huh. until I watched this movie and it almost ruined it for me. Really? <laughs> Jimmy Fallon got to you that bad, huh? I don't think I like Jimmy Fallon. Like, right. I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he, like, has some funny stuff. But he's just, like, not my... I was thinking about this. You know how, like, you hang out with a group of friends and you always have that, like, one guy... It's like you guys aren't like cool with each other, but no. you hang out because you hang out with the same friends. But if you were like one on one with them, you wouldn't have anything to say. That's Jimmy. I Fallon. feel like it's me and Jimmy Fallon. He's <laughs> not like a real person. Yeah. Like I'm cool with him, but I, he's, he's not for me. You know, what's weird is like I never really liked him on SNL or anything. You know, like every now and then he would do like a good sketch, a good sketch, you know. I mean, he can be a funny guy and like him and Jennifer Lawrence. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen their talk, but them two have like so much chemistry and I find them funny. But But I don't go out of my way to watch him. Yeah. So Uh, he but this is actually the, the one thing I like him in. Like out of the the like taxi with Queen Latifah was not very good. Oh, he was in that, wasn't he? Yeah, that was an awful movie. Like I said, he's had a couple movies that he's been in, but like this, I feel like is his best movie, and because it's like he's from Boston and then mm-hmm. all that shit. So, oh, is he? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. So this movie, I'm pretty sure they won't let you make a movie that has to do with the Red Sox if you're not from Boston. They'll like <laughs> fucking kill you. You know what I mean? Because they like did the shit at the stadium. Like, yeah, yeah. So. You know what's weird though is like they made this movie and then the Red Sox won the fucking World Series. Oh so really? Like they put it in at the end. That's like, funny. And it's like it's a it's a love story, but it's also hilarious, or it's also a feel good story because like the Red Sox, that curse of the Bambino shit was real for them. Mm-hmm. You know they went almost a hundred years without a World Series. Like, that's insane, dude. And have more money than most teams, like to be the Yankees in red. Right. And you just can't get over that hump, dude. Mm-hmm. And then their love story happens and then they do it. Like That's crazy, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like this was a rom-com written by a guy that's a huge sports fan mm-hmm. that just like, I don't know. This movie is for a lot of people because a lot of guys, they love sports like that. No, it's it's for those guys that are right. just hardcore sports fans that are just like... Always like they took their wives to see this movie. It was like, see, I'm not the only fucking one. Yeah, that you know? that's who this is for. It's yeah. not for everybody. It's for that person. Well, that's why I think the love part of it is because like, you know, not only was she like a good woman, but like she was a professional. Like she was the polar opposite of him. And it just shows that love can still overcome all that. <laughs> So it's not, I a, it's not like a super serious movie or anything. But. No, no, no. It's a rom-com. I, I don't mind the premise of the movie, but whoever wrote this movie did a terrible, terrible job. I hate the writing in this movie. Why? I don't know. It just didn't feel real. I didn't feel the chemistry between Drew Barrymore and Jimmy Fallon. I didn't believe their relationship was real because it's just, it's like somebody didn't know what a real relationship with, um, 
I'll give some examples like, okay, so they meet and he asks her out on a date and he goes over to her place to like pick her up to take her on this date, but she ate something bad, right? And mm-hmm. she's throwing up. She's like, I can't go or whatever. He like goes into her apartment, takes care of her. He doesn't know this fucking chick. She doesn't know him. Well, that's this like doesn't the... happen. That would never happen in a million years. Well, that's the funny thing. She's like, are you going to kill me? And he's like, no, I'm just going to like take care of you or whatever. Like, it's just trying to show that like he was such a sweet guy and like, but, but he, but people couldn't get over how fucking crazy about the Red Sox he was. Right. That's and what I, I felt like it did was set all that up. No, no, like, no. I'm not saying like. Because even she says it to like her best friends and her mom. And she's like, I don't what's wrong with this fucking guy. OK, so she's throwing up. She's done throwing up. He's trying to like get her in bed. They've like just met. This is their first fucking date. He's like, hey, do you have any like pajamas that I can put on you or, you know, to, so you can get you? And he's like, I'll. I, I'll I'll uh, I'll change you and I won't look or anything. He's like, oops, I looked. They just fucking met. There's no way this is happening. It just didn't feel real. That didn't feel like it would happen in real life. And that's the thing about the writing in this movie is like, there's a couple of things that made me chuckle, like, because it's Jimmy Fallon. He's, he can be funny at times and it's Drew Barrymore. She can be funny. So there's a couple of things that made me like chuckle here and there, but just the, the writing just didn't feel like it could really happen. I love that fucking scene. She's like, so you don't have a cell phone or anything? He's like, yeah, no. Nah. He's like, I just, my parents died last week. I just found out. <laughs> so he does have some pretty, pretty funny, like one liners here and there that he throws in. I'm like, ah, oh, that's pretty he funny. He does a really good Jimmy Stewart impression. Yeah. We're going to opening night. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that's such just like it. But then there's sometimes about this movie that it focuses too much on the baseball aspect that you kind of like forget it's a rom-com movie. Oh, that's what I like about it. Because, well, that's what I'm saying. Because my rom-coms, like, they have to be funny. Like, I got to be laughing through the movie. Yeah. And I don't want to be like at any point of the movie, be like, oh, fuck, man, here we go. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I hate it when they focus on the dramatic part of it, like. The love angle's just like it's so heartbreaking, like you know, and like barely come back from it. Yeah, like I like that shit to be funny and like lighthearted. And uh, other than like t- two times in this movie, like it's pretty lighthearted throughout. Yeah, it's it's pretty lighthearted because eventually he realizes that it is just like baseball. Like he can't help what they do. You know what I mean? They're grown men that play a game for a lot of money. You know, yeah. do they want to win? Yeah, but like they're not letting it affect their lives. Like it is. It's a good lesson to learn for people like me that mm-hmm. fucking just live and how they how they let their life go by how their team's doing. So being a Cowboys fan, for instance, I'm always miserable. You know, <laughs> during the season, after the season, on the like right now, football season's about to start. A lot of people are happy. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not. Like it's just another year of fucking mediocrity. You right. know what I mean? You can change teams. No. No, see that's one thing you can't do. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because that makes you a piece of shit. And uh, I just like, I don't know. But uh, that's the thing is like, I can't relate to that fandom of sports because I'm not a sports guy. Like, I'll watch it if it's on, but I'm not a hardcore sports guy. I'm starting to feel like Celtic Pride was the best I'm going to get out of you for <laughs> for a sports movie. Well, I mean, you had a lot of talent. You had a good writer, good director. Have good you seen actors. The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler? I think I have, but ooh, Happy Gilmore, bro. Have you? Yes, I've seen Happy Gilmore. Do you like that movie? That's a sports movie. I do like Happy Gilmore. I was about to say that is a fucking great movie. If you tell me you don't like Happy Gilmore, I don't know. Like, that's a great. (laughs) That's more of an Adam Sandler movie than it is 
but it's a still sports. sports. Yeah. The Water Boy? I guess. Who can't like the Water Boy? Right. Dude? That I shit's do. hilarious. I do love Water Boy. I <laughs> <laughs> still have that shit. One of my favorite sports movies is Hardball. That's all about sports. But it's such a well made movie that it made me care about you sports. You're talking about the one with Keanu Reeves and the kids? No, what are you talking about? Hardball? I mean, the oh, one with uh, that, Brad Pitt and Moneyball. Oh, Fuck. Moneyball, yeah. Moneyball. Yeah. I love Moneyball. Right. And I feel like it's such a well-made movie that it made me care. It made me want to look into baseball more. Right. This movie does not make me want to watch baseball. It actually bored me so much. Halfway through it, I paused it, and I told my wife, I'm like, I would rather go take a shower than watch this movie. So I went and took a shower just to like take a break from this movie. Jesus. <laughs> just because I just don't care. I, it didn't make me care about that is one. That, that is one complaint on. that I have with it. I does. I do feel like it kind of drags out. Like it does feel like you're you're watching their relationship through a whole fucking baseball season. This felt like I was the third wheel on somebody else's date. That was just boring as fuck. Mm. Like whenever they were uh, sitting and having lunch or whatever, they were just having some boring ass fucking conversation. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. This is boring. Mm. The one thing he did say was pretty funny. Is uh. She's like, God damn it, I'm getting another phone call. He's like, let me take it. So he takes it and he's like, uh, hi, this is uh, so-and-so. I'm, I'm, you know, sex slave or whatever. He's like, all right, I'll give her the message. He's like, call your mom. Like, it's just little shit like that. that just made me laugh. Like, it was pretty funny. But then there was dumb shit that I'm like, why is this in here? Like, her dad dyes his hair, but he's yeah. like 60 years old. So it looks really weird. The dog. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> didn't recognize him knock it off <laughs> and then and then it, the mother said like grow it out so now he looks like a skunk it was like it was trying to be funny but it just like wasn't i don't know it was like an ongoing joke that just didn't work i think i love when her and her dad are sitting in the living or in the den and they're watching sports center <laughs> and him and his friends are out there drunk as shit oh yeah yeah. You got fucking red socks <laughs> i say breathing <laughs> Or he said, Red Sox, sex and breathing. <laughs> Look at these fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> She's sitting over there with her cookie like, oh my God. Yeah. That's when I thought the movie got good. And I like when the, he makes all of his friends dance to see who's going to get the tickets. That wasn't game. funny. That is the coolest fucking aspect. You ask any sports guy that watches this movie, mm-hmm. that's the coolest fucking aspect. The seats that this man had. Yeah. You can fact check that shit. That's the only way you get seats like that. Is it really? Is if somebody dies and leaves them to you in the will. I was gonna, I was like, wondering about that. Like, how does that work? Like, I didn't know if it was like They probably a made some kind of loophole that you can't do that now because those seats right there don't go for sale. Like, you have to wait until they build a new stadium and then you hope because you had such good seats at the old stadium that they call you to see if you want to get seats at the new stadium. So, do you, like... Fenway's old as shit. Okay, so there are people that are... Willing to pay over a hundred thousand dollars for these seats, right? Mm-hmm. So, how does he keep them in his possession? Like every year when the season starts, he gets his tickets. But how does that work? I don't know what you because mean. that's not what he pays for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pays whatever the annual thing or whatever for it was. Oh, but his but- his uncle had had the tickets for so long, and they've been in the possession of him for so long that. But it that's was the part like, I don't understand. What do you mean, like in his possession? Like, do you pay for the seats for the rest of your life? Like, I don't yeah. know. Or you find people to go to the games that'll pay you for the tickets. Mm-hmm. Like, you could make a shit ton of money on it. Like, yeah. he could have made 
you know, even if he'd have went to half the games and sold the other half, like, because he was like, yeah, they're playing the Padres. I don't give a shit about it. He'd that. still be making like $50,000. That's what I'm saying. He could still pay for his entire, you know, and he was a teacher too. So, like, right. he needed the fucking money. But, uh, I guess I just don't understand the whole like how does I'm he pretty keep sure that you, I don't know possession. I don't know if you can do it anymore, but it used to be a thing that like if you own if you had those tickets like if you bought season tickets for X amount of years, yeah, you were always those were your seats until you died or if you left them to somebody else, then they had the option to either keep paying for the seats mm-hmm. or they go back on the block and somebody else gets to buy them. But right. the seats he had were on the fucking third baseline at Fenway Park. Yeah. Hundred grand was probably put a light low seat, same seats now would probably be like doubled yeah. to, for a year. Like, mm. It's crazy. That is super interesting. But that's the thing is like He's like, My uncle took me here and it was the only thing I had after my dad died. And like I get that. Like there's probably a lot of people in life that like they find that one thing that they love mm-hmm. after something bad's happened to them and that's why they are Oh, they latch onto it. That's yeah, why definitely. they still love it today. Yeah, definitely. I can relate to that. Like, um, I still listen to metal here and there because like you just it is that one thing that I latched onto at such a young age that I just feel such like a connection to. Right. So. But yeah, the movie, uh, I mean, obviously it's been out for a while, so I feel like if 2005, I think it was. If you haven't seen this movie, like I said, if you like sports movies, and you like rom-coms, I think it's good enough watch like, you know, to, to go through like the plot or whatever is like you said, it's it's just watching one long look at a relationship yeah and how he let a baseball affect his life and if you know anything about the boston red sox before they won their first world series their seasons would be up and down and up and down you'd think they were going to do great and then they'd find a way to shit the bed or they'd go to the playoffs and get fucking annihilated by the yankees yeah this was definitely made for those boston red sox fans and that was like it (laughs) and that's what i said like even if you're not a boston red sox i mean some people hate this fucking movie like people from new york hate this fucking movie they probably throw because that's the other thing is uh they always they were always talking about the yankees Mm -hmm. and i'm like they must be like rivals yeah they're in the same division and they're big cities and no no fucking Boston and New York team get along because in whatever sport it is, they are against each other mm-hmm. and they're in that division. So, yeah. And it's Boston and New York. People fucking from there don't get along. Like, in general. Yeah. But, yes, the Red Sox-Yankees feud has been going on for a forever. <laughs> well, the Yankees got Babe Ruth from the Red Sox. Right. And then the Red Sox didn't win a championship for 100 years. And the <laughs> Yankees won the 27 yeah. World Series. So... He talks about it in the movie, which is another the, cool the, fact. The Gambino curse. The curse of the Bambino. Yeah. Gambino. He's like, shh, because that's a real fucking, it was a real fucking thing around Boston. Like, you weren't allowed to talk about it. <laughs> and then they won in 04. And that's why this movie, I feel, is so beautiful. Because, like, they found love and the Red Sox got their got their title. It's almost like their love pushed the Red Sox over the top. That is pretty funny. I tell you, I know you're not into sports, bro, but it's a really well-made 30 for 30. Watch it on uh, the Boston Red Sox. It's called like nine days in October. Mm-hmm. And it's where the Red Sox are in the playoffs in this game, in this movie at the end of it, where he says that Kurt Schilling with his bloody sock, like right, he right, fucking right. tore his Achilles and was out there pitching and pitched like one of the best games in history. And Pedro fucking hits. And it's just like so many cool, crazy fucking shit happened for them to get over the Yankees 
to get into the world, their first World Series in God knows how long. Right. So that's the stuff that does interest me. That's why I like Moneyball so much is because you watch the the Oakland A's, like this team that nobody gives a shit about. It's drenched in drama. You feel like you're there again. Like, it's awesome. (coughs) And like, I didn't watch baseball like that back then. And that still was just like, wow, this is crazy. I can't believe I didn't I didn't see this. Like I would watch Sports Center and shit, and I saw the highlights, but it like didn't sell it like it does in these. But yeah, if you ever look it up, man, at thirty for thirty, I think it's called uh, Five Days in October, Four Days in October, something like that. Yeah, there's actually a thirty for thirty like box set apparently oh, that it. they made. I want it. <clears throat> I would actually because I do enjoy those thirty for thirty because I do like knowing things that I just wouldn't have known otherwise. They've done so many fucking awesome ones, man. Yeah, like, I, I've watched a few of them, and it's it's really they're really well done. If you ever watched The Last Dance, the one they did on Michael Jordan, it's like six, seven episodes. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. You'll understand my love for the man after right. you watched it. I know. I was listening to something, and they uh, they were talking about sports, and they were talking about Michael Jordan and how, like, um, the reason he was so different because uh, who was it that was on the Bulls with him? Scotty. Probably. Anyway, they were saying, like, he wanted to beat you like Scotty wanted to beat you at basketball. Michael Jordan wanted to beat you at everything. Yeah. And they're like, that was the difference between his mentality and everybody else's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Michael would kill you. Like, he wanted to to beat you. He yeah. wanted to beat everybody. Yeah. It didn't matter if it was spitting loogies. Like, he wanted exactly. to Exactly. He just wanted to be the best at everything. Yeah. Like, they don't make motherfuckers like that. You yeah. Know? That's why there's only one in a generation. Mm-hmm. Like, he is. That's what LeBron is now. Like, yeah. he's just a dog. Like, he'll get out there and fucking do whatever he can to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you watch the new Looney Tunes? Or uh, Space you Jam, rather? I fucking watch it. <laughs> no, you told me. You're like, I was I'm at work. boycotting that fucking movie, and I'm, I'm trying to get everyone else to boycott it. Dude, I was at work, and my wife called me, and she's like, hey, the kids want to watch the new Space Jam. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not home, so if you're going to watch it, they can watch it now. Yeah. And, uh... My wife's like, you know, I don't want to watch it. She's like, you know, I love the first one. Yeah. Just like you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I hear you. And she watched it and she, the kids, the kids liked it. They, they said that they liked the old one better, but, uh, there was stuff in it, I guess that they enjoyed. And my wife was like, I didn't really like it too much. I heard it wasn't great. She said that they just tried to mirror the first one, Mm -hmm. like thing for thing. Like even the introduction is just like the first one with him, like, you know, showing highlights of him dunking and shit. That's what I heard. Yeah. I don't know, but I get it. Like Warner brothers is desperate for money. And uh, that's what I was thinking too. Like, it doesn't matter. Like they don't give a shit about your nostalgia. They just want to cash in. Well, they like, care about it to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. But they yeah. don't care about making it good. No, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're just hoping that the the fondness of it will. It's just it's like, good enough to get you to pay them to watch this so they can make a profit. That's exactly. all they care about. And they're getting crushed by Disney. Like they're having to merge with like 35 different companies just to stay afloat. <laughs> yeah, but Disney is so massive right now. They're or, just absorbing companies left. They're and right. absorbing the right fucking companies. Them getting Marvel, fucking anybody, a blind man could have told you that that was a smart move. Yeah. Like, are you shitting me? They got the House of Mouse putting it behind the superheroes now. There's nothing these people can't do. And then are they got Star me? Wars. <laughs> George just, Lucas gets a billion dollars and still gets money for like the next 15 years. Yeah. Like, are you shitting me? Yeah, they're just buying cash cows. Dude, that's all you need forever. Yeah. Like, and there's just the Marvel catalog. Right. It's ridiculous, man. And the sad thing is, is they don't even own all their characters anymore. 
they just got X-Men and, and Fantastic Four and all that back. They it's still so, don't have the Hulk. It's, it's so weird about the rights and it is comic books. Like, I, I don't understand it, but because it got so like. That's because Stan Lee was all about this. I love Stan Lee. I don't like talking ill about the dead, but that man, the only thing he loved more than comic books was money. Yeah. Like he, there was a reason that he put himself in everything. Marvel, you can't turn on anything. Marvel before he dies and not see his face on yeah. that shit or his name or whatever. Definitely. Which I mean, but he, I, I, mean, I get he it. Is, he created that shit. I was going to say he is Marvel. <laughs> well, I mean, he fucked over a lot of people too, but they don't talk about it. Cause you know, he's Stanley. Right. But I watched a documentary on it and he was ruthless back in the day, dude. You gotta be honestly, there's, you have to be a certain percentage of ruthless to be like that successful. Like every character is created by Stanley. And then the other guy, the guy that really made the character. Yeah. And I don't know. Some people care, some people don't. Mm-hmm. But DC, everybody does it. Like DC's fucked over a bunch of people too. Like everyone gets fucked over eventually. Yeah, I mean Rob Liefeld. That's why he doesn't do a lot of stuff on Marvel anymore. Yeah. Like he'll do a couple guest covers and stuff like that. But well, it's like the whole movie Mank was made about. Like Orson yeah. Welles, right. you know, took the story from Mank and then you know made it his own Citizen Kane and doesn't get credited at all. Yeah, it's tough, dude. There's been people out throughout the years that have got fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, those Vondervoss twins, they didn't come up with the whole idea for Facebook, but they gave Zuckerberg the idea to right. make Facebook. Yeah, exactly. And that's why he had to pay them X amount of dollars to shut the fuck up about it because they 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 were like, no, 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 we we got something to do with that. Right. I think they still own a percentage of Facebook to this day. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, talking about Social Network was a great movie. It was a pretty good movie. Uh, what's his name? Soderbergh. That bitch can write. Yeah. He really can. Yeah. Uh, and that's like one of the movies I like Jesse Eisenman in. Eisenberg in. Eisenberg, yeah. Uh, those and the zombie lands are probably, you know. Not only worth talking about. Because <laughs> uh, uh, cause for a minute he was the poor man's. Uh, I like 30 minutes or less. It's a stupid movie. Oh, I did forget about that but movie. But I, I like that movie. It is pretty funny. I didn't like Adventureland. Uh, I thought Bill Hader was funny in it, but they just made Ryan Reynolds like a creepy dude. Yeah. Like a douchebag. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I didn't really like that. But um, yeah, the zombie lands are fantastic. Right. I love those. I do too. And uh, i trying to think. He wasn't a terrible Lex Luthor. I mean. I, I'm on the fence. I'm on. I'm at the camp that I liked it. Like. I feel like he was a young Lex Luthor and he well, was no, trying. I, I, that's another thing that people, I think they think that he's trying to be the Kevin Spacey, Gene Hackman one, but that's mm-hmm. not it. Yeah. He's the son. He's the second Lex. Right. And that's why like a lot of people, he's Alexander Luther Jr. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people don't talk about that. He says, Oh, my dad was the man on that. He's the name on the marquee, you know? And that's well, they said who he was trying about. to be like the Joker too, and that's, I just that's and I get that because he when he's giving that little speech at the dinner party, yeah, and he's like he's like and that's just, and that's crazy and that's madness and you know I was like all right I get what they're saying a little bit but I thought he had other scenes that made it better. I didn't mind it. I didn't think. And it then when bad. they shaved his head, I thought he definitely showed a little more like you know like if we'd have got another shot like at the end of Snyder Cut when he's like. You know, God's out of the ground and back in the uh, back in the sky, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm celebrating. He's like, don't you think we should have a league of our own? Like if they ever did anything with that, I think he would have been a lot better. I think so, too. Yeah, definitely. He was getting a feel for the character. Right. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll never know now. because <laughs> yeah. They're killing the Snyderverse. But 
Thank God. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, Fever Pitch. I mean, yeah. That's the thing is like, I don't know. There's not a whole lot to say about this movie other than the sports part of it because the rom com aspect of it just did not work for me. I did not feel the chemistry. I did not feel like they were actually like. When I went back to watch it for the for the podcast, I was like, I was like, you know, some of the laughs I remember being a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. But I remember that I saw this movie when I was in high school. And I had my girlfriend or whatever. With me. Oh, wait. I don't know if I had a girlfriend or not when I saw this movie. I don't remember when it came out. I think I saw it in high school. But oh, man, five, so yeah. Yeah, I was in high school. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I went and took a chick to this. <laughs> this is a movie I would have took a girl to. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't... I just... Some of the laughs I remember being a little bit better. You know, it still had like a couple little things, but... That's why I said it has like some joke... That's the thing is like they had a bunch... I feel like they had a bunch of skits... Yeah, written out for the movie, and then they like they were expecting Jimmy Fallon to wing it, to, yeah. to wing it out. Hey, you just do what you do, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J- Jimmy it up. Yeah. But I like Drew Barrymore tried her best. I just feel like the way they wrote her character, there was not a lot for her to work with. But it did make me realize like how much I do love Drew Barrymore because. I felt like this. I'm glad you brought up Adam Sandler because I felt like this. Tried Dude, to I be was an just Adam about movie. to say that. Now, in an alternate reality, they make this movie in New York. And yeah. It's about the Yankees. And, they and use- Adam Sandler's just this over the top Yankees guy. Like, he's so used to the winning that, like, anytime they lose, he's just a fucking unbearable mess. Yes. Breaking shit, like, fucking causing a scene because he's, like, drunk in bars and shit, you know, knocking out Red Sox fans and shit. Like, mm-hmm. that would have been a way better movie, for, yeah. right? You know? And it did make me appreciate Adam Sandler because well, if they're like Adam the dream Sand- team of do like man woman duos. Like I can't think of any other actress actor actress that have been in that many movies together that are all good. Yeah, because they have four movies together, and I think they're all great it, in, in their own way. Right, because they have that chemistry, but also just. Adam Sandler may not be great now, but there was a point in time where he was really great at making movies, like rom-com movies. Like he still has a hit every now and then, but some of them I feel like are a little too fucking slapsticky. Right. But Netflix is giving him like a billion dollars to just do what he wants. Yeah, pretty much. Like yeah. they gave him like an overall deal for like the next two decades. He can make twelve shitty movies a year if he wants to. Right. He made that stupid fucking Halloween movie, and people liked it. I didn't, but some people I, loved it. I don't watch anything he does because I just don't care. The Unless, last one he made to me that was hilarious was that one with Jennifer Aniston, the the murder party. I heard that was funny, but like I was into it. The wife made me turn it off. She's like, I don't like this. Turn oh, it off. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, I was into it, so I don't know how it. You should go out. back and finish it, bro. It's I probably funny. will. Me and the wife had a good laugh. Yeah, we've watched it a couple times, but. Definitely. If they like remade this movie with Adam Sandler and brought Drew Barrymore back right. and did, like you said, did the Yankees, I yeah. think it would actually be pretty fucking good. I think it would be a lot funny because Adam Sandler, when he's in his wheelhouse, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's great. Because uh, I can't help, <clears throat> even though it doesn't have anything to do with sports, it still has Drew Barrymore, like 50 First Dates. Yeah. It made me realize how much I loved 50 First Dates. Mm-hmm. And I even love <clears throat> Blended. Like, and that's probably the one that people don't like the most that they did. Together. That's another one I didn't see. Oh, I love Blended. Like, I was scared, too. That was one of his better movies yeah. in the last 10 years, I feel like. Mm. Uh, they're both good in it. And it's a it's a sweet movie. You know, it's about, like, families being able to blend together and, you know, still enjoy themselves. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's a good message. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, they're, they're just good together. 
I feel like. Oh yeah, that's uh, that. Chem- like I said, it's just that chemistry they have. I feel like everybody will always say when it comes to them, the best they ever did was Fifty uh, First Dates. And mm-hmm. some people, for me personally, it's Wedding Singer. I love the Wedding Singer. Yeah, like, uh, that's probably one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies. Period. Right. Happy Gilmore is my number one all time. Nothing will ever replace Happy Gilmore. That shit is hilarious. I still laugh. He fist fought Bob Barker, dog. That is hilarious. <laughs> the price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. I don't know why, but mine is Little Nicky. I like, love Little Nicky, too, and people shit on that movie so I know, much. But dude. it's still my favorite. It's in my top five Sandlers. Like, yeah, like Little Nicky and Waterboy are my two like go-to Adam Sandler movies. You know what? The, like Fever Pitch has just been taken over by the Adam Sandler episode. Dude. Yeah, right. Fuck it. Top five Adam Sandler movies. No particular order. Go. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Well, I'm L- thinking of mine. Little right Nicky. Oh, so I get to do it. Um, I'm pretty sure I got like four of them. Waterboy. Um, you know, Happy Gilmore. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. See, the one that I started to watch recently, I didn't get through it. Punch Drunk Love. I hated it. it. I think I would like it, it if, if like you probably I, would. I got yeah. halfway through it and I liked it. That's more your kind of movie. Yeah, definitely. Philip Seymour Hoffman's pretty good in it. He is. He's great. Uh, he tries his best, but Adam Sandler, I just don't. He's not one of them serious actors for me. No, like I but, don't want to oh, see him um, be as serious. I really enjoyed Uncut Gems. I did too. A lot of people shit on that one too, but I like that one. Right. That's probably his only serious role that I enjoy. And then probably like The Longest Yard. That's good. That's a good yeah. one. It's funny. But I probably, feel like it's more of an ensemble. Like everybody in it makes that movie funny. Right. But I was trying to think like I don't know. I'm going. Uh, or Billy Madison. I've, I Take out Longest Yard and put in Billy Madison. I had Billy Madison on about six months ago and I turned it off. I couldn't really? do it. I couldn't do it, man. It's too fucking silly now. Like I'm an adult. Like some of the shit in it is just stupid. I haven't seen it recently, so I I can't say. I just couldn't do it anymore, man. Like even the shit that I used to die laughing at, like the stop looking at me, Schwan. Like I was just like, uh. I feel like I would feel that way about like Little Nicky and Waterboy. Actually, I saw Waterboy you not too long ago. That, yeah, I've saw Waterboy recently. It's still fucking. Uh, yeah, great, yeah. Bro. I bought a Bobby Boucher jersey because <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> um, yeah, mine's Happy Gilmore, Waterboy. Like I said, no particular order. Little Nicky. Um, that's my boy. I love that fucking movie. That's raunchy, raw. I did not like that one. Rated R, Adam Sandler. I love that fucking movie. <laughs> and uh, probably Airheads. Oh, my God. Yeah. I forgot about yeah. Airheads. Oh, yeah. that was a good one. I love Airheads, man. I fucking love Airheads. That's the only, like, Brendan Fraser movie that I fucking love. And then, like you said, honorable mentions for me would probably be, like, um, Wedding Singer, uh, uncut gems and murder party or not. I keep saying murder party because of that. It's murder mystery. <laughs> yeah. Murder mystery. Right. And I like pixels. I watched it with my kids Fuck the off. other day. It's not great. I get it. But like, it's still a fun movie for, for the kids. Yeah. Made well, my son want to play Pac-Man. Like that's the whole point of it. <laughs> like you get kids into shit. They're not supposed to like. Right. Um, you were talking about space jam. I actually, when I was sick, I watched space jam just because it make you feel better. And I was like this, like, I understand it's not a great movie. Yeah. But just it's Michael still Jordan fun. ain't winning any Oscars. Right. I still think he did better than LeBron. <laughs> like just the trailer yeah. for LeBron's acting, I'm like, eh. <laughs> you know? 
<clears throat> but you know one thing I'm not gonna say I know I, that I anytime we ever talk about LeBron James I seems like I'm always shitting on him but uh, he was in that movie Trainwreck with Bill Hader and Amy Schumer mm-hmm. and I thought he was playing LeBron James but I thought he was funny in it like he was he did a good job you know I don't like Amy Schumer but I do actually kind of like that movie that movie is pretty fucking funny Bill yeah. Hader is hilarious man. right I it, do love Bill Hader dude like I, I like I wish he was in more shit. That show Barry he does is fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah, he, I haven't it, seen it. I've seen a couple episodes. Is it, and the thing about it that's so great is like he's playing a, a contract killer, but it's Bill Hader, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So it's like he's a badass, but it's Bill Hader, so it's still hilarious because like he's still Bill Hader. Like he still acts like he normally does and everything, mm-hmm. but he just like pulls a gun out and blasts everybody. Like it's so fucking funny. That's pretty fun. Yeah. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, it, it comes on like uh, Stars, I think, or Showtime. One of them. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so what do you what do you rate this one since you've seen it recently? Uh since I've gone back uh, and watched it. It's kind of like a six and a half, you know, and like before I would probably gave it like a seven. No. Yeah. Probably six and a half, six. I hate this movie and I don't recommend it. I want it to burn in a fire. If if you're a Red Sox fan or if you just love Jimmy Fallon or Drew Barrymore. No, if you if you like Drew Barrymore, stay away from this one because it'll make you almost not like her. I feel like she's done shittier movies. Name one. Yeah, I was going to say Riding in Cars with Boys, but it is a good movie. It is a good movie. <laughs> I love Santa Clarita's Diet. I don't give a shit about that show. That's why they canceled it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I hated that Cinderella movie she did back in the day, Ever After. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. I didn't like that. Never Been Kissed is good. It's okay. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that love one. Love E.T. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think she's great. Oh, yeah. She's one of my favorite actresses, for sure. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't think this is a bad movie, but it's not the greatest either. I, I just couldn't stand the I, Like I said, I, I the, the search continues for a better sports movie for you. Yeah, this is not the one. I think next is going to be like Remember the Titans. I didn't like this If you don't like Remember the Titans, <clears throat> you have no soul. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. It's a good one. Um, Honestly, you could just... I haven't seen most sports movies, so you could just go sports movies like for the rest of this podcast and probably. I mean, obviously I won't because like that would get boring for you. Yeah. But uh, now every now and then I, I I told myself that I'm going to throw in a little throw in a little, little stick ball something. Mm-hmm. You know, have you ever seen Bull Durham? No, that's a good one, too. That's got Costner and T- uh, Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's about love and baseball. Yeah. There's a lot of love in baseball. There's a lot movies. of baseball movies. A lot of love in baseball yeah. movies too. Summer Catch, there's a lot of them. It's weird. Yeah. Like why there's so much love in baseball. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why those two get wrote so well together. <laughs> Probably the most like uh, I can only think of, like one basketball movie that's about like a love relationship and that's love in basketball. That's true. People just fucking love. There was a, there was a time when people fucking loved baseball. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of dying to be, out. It used to be a national pastime. That's yeah. what they called it. But right. like, I feel like football's taking it over. Oh, definitely. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, people like baseball. They'll watch it. Like, don't get me wrong. The the, the baseball fans that are out there, they are fucking diehard. They well, live. that's the thing is, you only have diehard. You don't have casual baseball fans, right? Like, people rarely just turn on the like. If they do, it's the playoffs or mm-hmm. the World Series. And even then, like, I would say, I think they said it takes like three World Series views to get one super bowl yeah because like it's 
the Super Bowl. Yeah. You watch it. Even if you don't like football, you watch it for the fucking commercials because they're hilarious. Right. I, well, I was going to say, like, um, I'm not a sports guy, but I can turn on a football game and have fun, but I cannot turn on a baseball game and have fun. It's not a lot of movement. Not a lot going on. Yeah, I just don't care. Uh, like I said, my favorite sports go uh, football, basketball, and hockey. Those are like my big three. And over oh. the years, I've kind of got a love for soccer a little bit. Football, <laughs> as they would call it. A lot of my friends are into hockey. I love like hockey. They fu- and yeah. they tell me, they're like, you got to go to like a live game. Oh, like, that's amazing. where the real fun yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been to a, a so I like that's my bucket list is to go to a live like uh lightning game. Fucking challenge accepted, bro. We're going to a hockey game next year. Hell yeah. Yep. I'm into it. Cause due to the forum, the lightning are winning right now. It's beautiful, bro. Like, they they're always winning. Baby, we just won back to back. Yeah. Back to back. I gotta like. get two more rings. Because <laughs> I only have the first one in 04. Oh yeah. yeah. They're always doing well. You know, those replica rings are getting expensive, Doug. Are they? If the Cowboys ever... Well, f- fuck am I saying? They'll never will, but if they yeah, ever good, did one of those... Good talk Bowl, about your own team. Like, but, you just shit on the Cowboys. Like, Dude, I mean, they after last year, after the Bucks won, after they rigged it so Tom Brady could get another fucking Super Bowl, dude. Like, You think they rigged it? Yes. 100 fucking percent. There's no reason a 40 fucking year old man should be winning a Super Bowl, dude. It's carrying no. a whole team. He's not. He's not carrying shit. They gave him every call. He had everybody in the league on his fucking team. Like, I don't even want to talk about it, bro. He ruined <laughs> football for me. They, Dude, they ruined football for me. Bro. Yeah. And I live in fucking Florida, dog. Like, all I hear about is how great fucking Tom Brady is now. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't bad enough when that cocksucker was in Boston. Now he's in my backyard, and I got to hear that shit. That's the one thing I do hate about sports is you can just, like, buy a player. Like, I wish everybody that was in Tampa was just, they grew up in Tampa. They went to, you know, that high school. They went to that college. And that's kind of how I feel the teams should be is, like, these are the people that grew up in this city, and now they play for our team. That's how it is in fucking little league in high school. But like, I hate, that's what I hate the about big leagues, baby. But that's what I hate about NFL is like, oh, we like that player, so we have enough money to buy them. It's like I don't know. Well, I, I mean, don't they like have the, the option works. to turn it down or not, right? But, but who's going to turn down a hundred million dollars? And my point exactly is like, you have, I don't know. That's just the one thing I don't like about sports. I hate the fucking Eagles, bro. You know how much I hate the fucking Eagles. Right? If they came to me and said, Nick, we're going to pay you three million dollars to be an Eagle for this year. Yeah. And hey, guess what, Greg? You're going to see me in some green, baby. Like, that's just part of it. Dude. I, don't, I just that's the part that kills it for me is because Tom Brady went from the fucking Patriots to Tampa Bay. And it's just like it's just so fucking nauseating. Bro. I don't I don't know. It's not my thing. But so I didn't like this movie so much. I was on the fence of Death Box or I'm going to pull like an art house movie. So I didn't go Death Box. I got an art house movie. So we're going to do Under the Skin with Scarlett Johansson. I like her. Yeah. She's hot in it, I'm sure. So, you know, it won't be too bad. Yeah. So, I'm excited for this one. Sweet. When you off next, when are we doing this one? The next one? Yeah. I'm actually off this weekend. I'm off Sunday. Yeah, so we can get together Sunday if you want. All right. Yeah, yeah. You want to go? You want to go over there? Oh, shit, yeah. All right. And then let me just do that after? Sounds like a plan. Sweet. I, uh, so you know, you guys have noticed there's a big like gap in the podcast because I got, week. I got the, I got the COVID. 
Yeah. I got fucking sick and I died. I died and he came back all, to life. Yeah, he was, he was near. He was near death for a minute. So I, uh, but the only good part about it is I had a bunch of movies in the mail that came in while I was sick. So I, I have a little bit of a haul video. Hell I'll yeah. talk about that one yet. Um, here's your shitty movie back. Thank you. <laughs> I shall go back in my Jimmy Fallon section. Is it that big? It's got two movies. Two movies, yeah. I was going to say, I didn't know he did movies outside of like... You just thought that he went from SNL to his own talk show? Right. Pretty much. Pretty (laughs) much. He had like two years where he did a couple movies. So I saw someone posted about this one and I'm like, I have to fucking have it. It's the special edition of the game, David Fincher. That is pretty cool. Like, I just love the cover and this is one of my favorite movies. So I had to get this movie. And I was like, I, I just have to get this. So I got the game special or from Arrow Video. And then this one, you said something about it. You're like, I hate that movie. But it's not. It's David Cronenberg's Crash, which I have not seen this, but people keep posting about it in my special edition. So it's not form. the one with Ludacris? No, it's not that. Brandon Fraser? No. Okay. This is a different one. But people, I keep seeing this one pop up left and right, and I'm like, I just I need to see what the fuss is about. So Cronenberg doesn't do any good movies though, either. You better be careful with Shockmo. I just, like, I haven't seen one that I've enjoyed. He, he has a huge fan base. So. Yeah, I know. I get it. But, like, I just don't see what the hype is. Well, personally. maybe we'll check this one out. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm more, I'm more than willing to take a dive into it. So you, know, you can pick one of his best movies, and I'll watch it. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll do that one day. Yeah. And then I got this one from Best Buy, because this one popped up, and I'm like, I have to have it. I love that. that it's is just... the limited edition steelbook of the new Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> Dude, I gotta say this. I mean, obviously the plot wasn't fantastic. I mean, it wasn't a great movie, but it was but, fucking fun, and that's all yeah, I asked for. And I mean, it gave you the what you wanted to see. Some yeah. realistic looking fights, you know, like And Kano fucking killed it. The guy that played Kano was yeah, just fucking got like a hilarious. real Australian dude. It was fucking cool. Like, he fucking killed it. I mean, he stole the show, obviously, but I still enjoyed it. It was still fun gory i don't know i had fun with it and they did a steelbook limited edition release and i'm like you know what i gotta have it yeah a friend of mine on tiktok he got it too i've seen yeah. it but it's clean yeah. very clean so i got that and i got then, two steelbooks and now now like i've been looking like but that's looking the thing for steelbooks i don't want if i can't get them for the cheap i don't want them that's their whole thing though it's yeah like that's you, my shtick i've spent like i hope life doesn't hear this one yeah. but like these movies like just, probably yeah. about a hundred dollars just on these these movies that i have yeah jesus because this one was 40 that's like book that's like a month's budget yeah of what i spend right on shit so but dude i'm telling you sunday bro you could bring five bucks and you'll leave with a bag full of movies <laughs> uh, the guy i'm gonna take you to i hope to god he's out there if you're listening bro bring your ass right he's always got something cool out there it's a stranger things <laughs> no, that was just a ringtone. Um, I heard a new season of that today to come out. I hope it gets better. Yeah, I thought you were one of the ones that loved it, or is that Steve? I loved the first season. Second season was uh was okay. Right. Uh, I I really like it. There's been what three? I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, the wife called me, so I'm just making sure everything's all right. Um, but yeah, she's probably like Nick's in my fucking spot. Right. Oh shit. 
Oh, it's too early. She doesn't oh, okay. know. I was about to say, I was like, damn, bro. I was like, she's yelling that early. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, um, but then I have one more. I love this one. By the way, I remember I saw I'm pretty sure I saw this post and I liked it. Yeah. So Arrow Video did a limited edition release of True Romance. It's awesome. It has a fucking booklet. It has a poster. And Is there has, a steel book for it? I don't think so. I, was I mean, say. okay. So Zavi. Like Definitely a steel book. Zavi did a steel book of it at yeah. like the same time this one came out. But the thing is, is they're like sold out. And so people are selling them for like over a hundred dollars on like eBay and shit. So no, I think that's badass, <clears throat> And I love the little book that comes with it. Right. It's awesome. And I love true romance so much that I'm like, I gotta get it. Like that's like the, uh, escape from New York. I got, it's got a fucking comic in it and everything. Yeah. Like I love it. It's one of my, one of my top, movies that I love and the wife actually watched it recently and she really enjoyed it too. So movies like that just prove that like t- directors like Tony Scott are mm-hmm. like really a one in a million because think of how many big fucking names are in that movie, dude. Oh yeah. And he orchestrates the fuck out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Not one of those people are wasted. Doesn't matter if they're in the movie for five seconds or fucking 12 or the whole thing. Like they are perfect. Like they are the best. That is my that is my by far my favorite Christian Slater fucking movie. Oh yeah, because I feel like Christian Slater is one of those actors for me that's like damn near impossible to watch. I don't like Christian Slater. He's not never great. been. I didn't yeah. like him in none of that shit. Mobsters. He almost ruined a mob movie for me. Like I'm he, just not I, a Christian Slater guy. I, I'm right there with you. He was just a pretty face. That's the thing. I heard that's it's why like, they kicked him off Mr. Robot because like he was just ruining the fucking show. Yeah, I heard he's a pain in the ass to work with. And people love Romy Malik or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Aliak. The dude that played Freddie Mercury, which, by the way, here in that Oscar, it's a beautiful fucking movie. Yeah. If you haven't seen it. The one about Queen. Oh, I guess she is on her way home. Oh, shit. So tell Nick to get out of my fucking spot. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we're about to wrap this up, right? But Yeah. No, that that's one thing. I I would love to do a fanboy episode on True Romance, dude. I could talk about True Romance for fucking days. Oh, same. I love that fucking movie. It has literally, it's a terrible subject, but just the amount of give a, don't give a fuck in Dennis Hopper yeah. is that scene with him and walking. Oh, that definitely. is one of my favorite movie fucking scenes of all time. Like, and it's such great acting. Like, you yeah. just feel the tension. And James Gandolfini's just chilling off in the darkness, bro, like a fucking like a villain, dude. And right. like, it's just the it's the greatest thing ever, man. I know. God, it is a great movie. Maybe like we, one day we'll yeah. just dive into yeah, it. Yeah, we'll have to do like a little bonus episode or something on that shit. Like, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited about the Scarlett Johansson one. Give me that shit. So oh yeah, get it. Yeah, I'm excited for it too. <laughs> yeah, I had the. Uh, the older special edition of true romance, but since I have the new one and I guess you're missing your discs. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how I did that. I think, like I said, I think I got the special features, but that happened to me one time as I, uh, I went to watch Cheech and Chong Mm -hmm. and I opened it and it was just, wasn't in there. You know what? I was like, does people just take DVDs out of the case? That shit. It's weirds me out, bro. Because like, I don't keep my DVDs out. Yeah, around people. Anymore. I had a uh, I had one friend that would like keep a stack of 
discs oh. like in front of his TV. And I'm oh. just like, why do you do this? You have the cases right there. Oh, bro. He would just like watch a movie and then put it off to the side. Uh, my wife had a bad habit of that shit. I had to break her up when uh, we got together. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, look, I don't treat my shit like that. Yeah. So put the shit in the case. <laughs> right. Or her brother would do that shit when he lived with us. He'd be like, go this. And he'd go watch it. And I'd go in the room and the fucking case would be over here. And the movie would be upside down on the fucking. Yeah. On the scratch. The side you can't get scratched. And I'd be like, what are you doing, bro? Yep. Take care of my fucking movies. Yeah, exactly. I'm the same way. Then he lost one. You know, it's weird. He lost my copy of Rock and Roller, and then I literally got like eight copies of it. <laughs> now I can't give that movie away. I've given it out to so many people. Yeah, I just need the one. One I, copy. I didn't you give it to you? You gave me a copy. I was about to say. I think so. I was going to say, I thought I did. Yeah. If not, I got another copy for you. <laughs> <laughs> you go in there and look, you can't find it. That's one I got to watch. Uh, a friend of mine just got the steel book for uh, Wrath of Man. Mm-hmm. The, the new uh, Guy Ritchie. Right. With Jason Statham. Oh, did he? Yeah. I was like, I, how the I've fuck been, is that even out? Like, I feel like that was just in theaters. I felt like I just watched the trailer for that the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know how it's been weird with like, dude, they like Mortal Kombat's already on fucking Blu-ray. Yeah. Like, it feel like I just watched that movie like two months ago, dude. Yeah, definitely. They're rushing the shit out of these, which will be cool, though, when we get to the stuff we want, like Black Widow, the Suicide Squad. Uh, the new Spider-Man, which, by the way, looks fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. They're bringing, like, every Spider-Man ever back, which I'm not so excited about Andrew Garfield, but, like, <laughs> Tobey Maguire, dude? Yeah, that that was pretty crazy when I heard about that. Tobey Maguire is going to be coming back. Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin? Yeah. Interested to see if they do anything better with Jamie Foxx as Electro? Mm-hmm. And they're bringing so. back uh, Alfred Molina as fucking Dr. Octopus. Bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. That's right there. Got my dick hard. I was like, what? <clears throat> like, right. That's going to be fantastic. Like I said, bro, like I don't want to end the episode because like I haven't seen you. I've been wanting to talk about movies right. and shit. And you're my movie guy, dude. <laughs> that's what I talk movies with. Yeah. But. Yeah, I can't wait. Right. There's so much cool shit coming. Maybe we'll have something to talk about. Talk about some of it on the next episode. For sure. Along with uh, Under the Skin. Under the Skin with Scarlet Joe, which, by the way, I saw Black Widow. Fantastic. I heard it wasn't great. I liked it. I, I was just fiending for a superhero movie. I That's just, probably why I, I just so don't much. care. But, you know, I'm kind of burnt out on the whole movie thing or the, uh, the superhero, superhero genre. genre, especially Marvel. Hell no. Nah, take my money uh, every time, baby. Well, they can have all your money. They're not getting any more money. Right. But uh, next time, Under Let, the Skin. All right, y'all. Later. Hey guys, Greg, your local metalhead here. So me and Nick had a pretty long conversation before the podcast. I figured I'd throw it in at the end of this one. So uh, enjoy. Okay, that's not one of them doesn't do movie podcasts. Mm -hmm. He does like, it's really crazy. He just, he has, he hangs out in the shed in his backyard and uh, his name's Arch. He's a pretty cool dude. I met him on TikTok and uh he just did a an interview with a guy that was a like ballet dancer. Oh yeah, for years, and now he's a bartender <laughs> on TikTok, and I guess he's like a big deal. Like he can do all this cool shit or whatever. Right. But like he he talked to him for like an hour. It was pretty funny. That's that's like the one thing I wanted to do with podcast mm -hmm. is like just interview people. Right. Because like. One of my favorite things is to ask people, like when I meet somebody new and I'm like curious about them. You turn like, my headphones down a little bit. You want them down? Like, yeah. It's a little loud. 
Oh, testing one, two, three, testing. Is that you? Yeah. It turned it down. Yeah. Is that good? Or do you want? Oh it? no, I can't hear anything now. <laughs> <laughs> testing. Uh, yeah, testing. it's perfect. Perfect. Right there. Yeah, you're yeah, good. That's good. Yeah, I turned. Uh, I turned my headphones up because I use this to talk to Kendra when we play video games. Oh, do you? Yeah. How's that? Oh, that's perfect. Okay, cool. But yeah, when we play video games, I uh, I use this setup to talk to her while she's in there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You dude, you really could. Like, I know that's not your thing, but like, if you wanted to like be on Twitch, you would have the setup, no problem. Oh yeah, the setup. It's the personality that I like. <laughs> I don't think it's your personality. I think you don't care enough about gaming. Yeah, like you're not true. competitive enough to be like one of those guys that's like, I'm in here fucking getting bodies. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you're just not that guy. Although on um i think a certain game for you maybe you know if you because like you like interacting with people or maybe you would like interacting with people maybe the right people yeah you know but the um the game that i was playing world of warcraft some of the funnest things is like getting drunk like hammered and then going into the battlegrounds like pvp and shit and just fucking murdering everybody like, I, that's what I used to do back in the day <clears throat> when I used to play a lot mm-hmm. is just fucking get. I would go out to the bar and get hammered with my friends, come home and play PVP World of Warcraft. This is back when I was like just good at it. Destroying fucking I was just destroying everybody. And I would get on like uh, uh, the, the thing where you talk to your guild or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're not in the game with me, but they can hear me talking. I'm like, fuck, piece of shit. Take that motherfucker. Just talking shit. And they would like they're fucking smiting people. Yeah, and that's that would be the only like good Twitch thing is just me getting drunk and PvPing. Yeah, I uh, I would bet dollars to donuts that there is a community that loves watching people play WoW. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm sure there is. I mean, I have a few people that I watch. Well, that's something to look into. Yeah, if you could have, I mean, because you could still get hammered ass drunk and do it. Yeah, definitely, it would be fun. But d- the thing is, is like I've heard of people that do that, but then they become like straight like alcoholics, and they don't know how to be without that alcohol. You see, but you wouldn't have that problem because you would only do it on nights you were off. Yeah, or not off the next day. Right. So I'm saying you're still gonna have to get up and go to work. <laughs> And now you're on day shift, you ain't gonna be doing that shit. <laughs> no, that's definitely true. I drink like once a month now. Like I drink over here. That's about when I drink. Oh, it's yeah. just like a shot. Yeah, yeah exactly. A little, like, little, little bite, you know. I very rarely drink outside of the podcast unless I'm having like one of those feel good days, mm-hmm. and you're just like. Well, you've told okay. me that you've uh, you've gotten hammered and watched movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. Like I'm in a good mood. I want to be in a better mood, so I'll just pour a few drinks and then just get fucking hammered while I'm watching a movie. That's the best kind of drinking when you can just like ease up on the drunk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're not like at a party and you're just fucking hammering shots or mixed drinks, you know, like you can just ease into it. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy it a lot more, mm-hmm. especially Definitely. whiskey. Whiskey's like the best sipping drunk you can have. hundred percent. And I found a new whiskey that I'm like in love with. So especially if you can drink it straight <laughs> game over. But But what I was going to say is like, that's one thing, like a podcast I've always wanted to do, because whenever I ask people, yeah, you can push that over. It's fine. Um, Is if you could get paid to do whatever you wanted to do, what would that be? Oh, shit, dude. Yeah. Probably this. Yeah. 
Yeah, honestly, <laughs> the podcasting. I thought it would be like collecting. Well, I mean, I, I feel like all that go would go together. Like that in my mind, like what I want is I want to be known for this and mm-hmm. my collecting. Right. You know, like I want people to be like that dude is one of the best, baddest, coolest fucking collectors out <clears> there, <throat> and like he also has a dope ass movie podcast. Like that's what I was saying. That's why I sent you that one. Like the guy that collects like antiques, like antiques. Like only a certain amount of people care about it, right. but if you could do that with like modern shit, because mm. you like to collect a lot of things. I collect like movies, yeah. And I've I used to do CDs, but well, I feel like that's what's helped me so much on TikTok is because I'm in like five different groups of people. Mm-hmm. I got retro collectors, people like me that collect action figures, right? Like the the same era of action figures that I collect. There's people that collect comic books that I'm friends with and talk to. There's people that are uh, into Funko Pops. I have six Funko Pops, Greg, but they are so passionate about it that I like it. I enjoy watching their videos about it. Right. Because I'm talking about, I'm not talking about these guys that got a couple like me. No. They got walls of their house. No, no, no. I had a, uh, like when I had my personal there. trainer, I would talk to him on the computer. His back wall was just Funko Pops. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. These dudes are not playing. Like yeah. they, they, this is what they do. And there's actual like collector edition Funko Pops out there oh, that I didn't know shit about. shit tons of chases and limited edition. I've, listened, I've learned some stuff too. Yeah. And that's the cool thing. Cause uh, I had to ask about certain things. I was like, cause I never got with the numbers before. <clears throat> mm-hmm. None of that shit. And I just like, you know, I don't want to get made fun of. So I never asked, but yeah. They're pretty cool people. And then I, I got people that are into Pokemon cards too, like grown men. Well, that that's what I wanted with to their kids. That's what I wanted to do with the collector's edition. I know YouTube man. is like talk to those people about them collecting like all the shit and all the nuances that they know that you probably don't know about. But that's the shitty thing about COVID, man. Like more than anything, is like now people are just weird about shit like that. Yeah. Like they don't want you to come to their home and yeah, exactly. see stuff like that. Well, not only that, but I was watching the antique guy and he was showing like this guy that collect uh Coke or Pepsi, one of the two right. his whole life, but he didn't want to be on camera. He's like, you can show my collection, but I don't want to be on camera. And I'm like, shit, there's probably people out there like that. Like yeah. they want to show off their collection, but they don't want to like talk about it or be on camera. It's like, it kind of like takes away from it. Yeah. <laughs> Because you just figure somebody's that passionate about something, yeah, right. they would want to, mm-hmm. you know. But some people are introverts, you know. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to do like a TikTok with us recording because I feel like that's a good thing. Because I'll put it on my channel and be like, hey, you know, not only am I part of the collector, but I'm one half of War with Cinema. All episodes are streaming on YouTube and most streaming services are like all popular streaming services. Mm-hmm. Bro, I Googled me the other day. You Googled yourself? Yeah, bro. Because I always wanted to be like, because you hear people say, Google me, motherfucker. And I'm yeah. just like, so I did. I, I Googled. I said, who is part of the collector? And so much shit popped up, bro. Yeah. My YouTube channel, this. I was just like, par pick, Greg pick, par pick. Then it had lips in it. I was like, oh my God, like, I'm fucking famous, yo. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. So I was like, yeah, bitch, Google me. This got you up there, Gregory Loke Metalhead. I was just like, yeah, dude, I'm fucking going somewhere, dog. <laughs> yeah, we're getting out there. <clears throat> so, yeah. But uh, but that's what I want. Because like, I feel like TikTok is just that fucking... That's why I said, man, I'm. I, we can either make a war with cinema TikTok or I could just put it with mine or, or whatever. I was going to tag you and everything because you have a TikTok. I know you don't have anything up there but one yeah. video, but... 
you know, if you wanted to do promotional videos for War with Cinema on your page, you could do it too. I probably should. Cha- like, you should change your name to Greg, your local metalhead. Yeah. I just, like... You can do it once every month. I did it as, like, a joke. Like, right. being, like, facetious. Because TikTok is such a thing. So I'm like, look, I'm on TikTok. That's what I was going to put or whatever. And then, then I got, like, full-blown sick, like, the next day. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm telling you, man, I feel like it's a great tool. Like, yeah. I shit on it for a long time, but, like... I don't shit on it. It's just, like, that's not... I don't, I'm like an old man. Like, I don't want to see into the future. Kind oh, of thing. Same thing. Same thing. I didn't want to learn. I didn't want to get on Snapchat. I didn't want to do that. Facebook is the only thing I got in that I got out of. Yeah. Because I, like, I got so fucking tired of getting uh, notifications about people posting people put pictures like I don't give a shit. About you can turn people. all that off. But yeah, I know. But that's the whole thing. It's like, how am I supposed to expect people to watch my shit if I ain't watching there? Right. And Facebook. It can be used for a business or something, but I yeah. feel like it's more for people's personal shit. It is. It is, but when you there's pages on Facebook that group that have like groups and stuff, and that's really where the interaction comes from. But But yeah, I mean I just I like I didn't want to learn Facebook. It was so much. Yeah, there, there it is a lot that goes into it. You could share posts, you could repost posts, you could, you know, I'm just like, oh, this is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Instagram is simple. Okay. <laughs> TikTok is simple. Like Snapchat is simple. I fucking hold the button. I've, talk. Al- I've been wanting to do like a Twitter because Twitter is like a cesspool of like hate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I just feel like I could slide in there. Yeah. But the thing is, like, it's so easy to get canceled that way. Because, like, people just pull up your Twitter and look at everything you've posted. And I know I'm going to say some dumb shit. Yeah. Well, I've been listening to Shane Gillis a lot. Yeah. He he was literally about to start SNL. And he got cancel cultured back in, like, 2012 or something like that. Like, when cancel culture was, like, just starting. And he got kicked off SNL, like, fired from SNL and everything. And he's, like, just now starting to make a comeback. Damn. But. That's tough. Speaking of, like. I've been listening to some of his podcasts. If I could have anybody's voice, it would be Shane Gillis. Yeah. Like he has the most like podcasting voice I've ever heard. Some people have it. They like, that's why people listen to them is how they sound. Yeah. Like they just can't help it. It's just so goddamn silky smooth. Right. I was like, I wish I had your voice. There's certain commentators that I've had that with over the years. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like, uh, Marv Albert. Mm hmm. He just retired this year, but he was at the Easter Conference Finals, and they gave him a fucking finals trophy for all of his years of hard work as a broadcaster, because you know he's not a fucking player. Right. But it was like, man, that's badass. And then there's the flip side, that there's people like, I like their content, but I can't listen to them because their voice is too annoying. My new goal in life is to be so fucking cool that I get the broadcast boys to do a video about me. Like... And I know you're looking at me like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. They do. It's crazy as shit, man. It's a white dude and a black dude, and they're from Michigan. And they went to college. They grew up together. They're like best friends. But they do the best fucking hype videos. And they also like teach you the history of people. Yeah. Like sometimes they'll pick random ass historical figures. Sometimes they'll pick singers or rappers or and sometimes they do like real life gangsters like they did one on like the incredible life of pablo escobar he blew up an entire plane just to kill one person (laughs) like and 
so it'll, it'll just have all, like all these cool ass stories but like he, the way he sells it it's badass yeah. they're verified like they fucking millions of people watch them their videos are awesome what are they called the broadcast boys mm-hmm I'll have to check them out. Their claim to fame is they went to like the fucking hood of New York and called basketball games, like commentated street basketball games and like Rucker Park and like all these terrible places that you don't go and do that shit. Right. And people loved them for it because they were entertaining as shit and they were funny, you know? Yeah. And they would hand out like little fake trophies and shit, like little finals <laughs> trophies and stuff. And like now they're just blowing the fuck up. Like, well, that's all it is. It's like you just need that personality. You could do pretty much anything you want. You just need that personality. No, you just have to make people like you. Like, for some reason. Like, I don't know. Like you, hate you, whatever. They have to talk about you, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've noticed that. Like, exposure is everything. Because I've seen people that make great content, but they're stuck like me. Like, I mean, they're a little bit better than me. Their videos get, like, a couple hundred views, thousand views at most, you know, a couple hundred likes, you know, a couple shares. But, like, they're not, like, at that level where like these dudes drop a video and then within a day it's at fucking a hundred thousand views. Right. Like that's what I said. Like you just have to be, I don't know. You gotta, you gotta be on the FYP. It's, it's the grind really. You just got to keep, um, one thing that Burt Kreischer said is you talent. I feel like is a big part of it, but luck is the two. And that's what, that's what he was saying because Nobody really knew who Burt Kreischer was until the machine story yeah. or the Russia machine story. Exactly. And now and, people like, oh, I got to check out more of that guy. Right. But that's the thing he was saying is like, you'll probably have that like viral video or viral story or viral something that catches on. But you need the content behind it. So when they look you up, they have more to like. Right. Absorb it's like, oh, this guy's not just a one-trick pony. Right, and that's what I think about the podcast is we've been doing it so long that like maybe one day one of our videos will like blow the fuck up. Yeah, and then they still have the content to go back. One of them kind of did, and we didn't even know. Fucking Guyver, yeah. <laughs> we didn't even know it. Yeah, <clears throat> that bitch was just slowly amassing <laughs> views. I've gone back and watched that whole fucking episode just to like, have you. Yeah, just, just to see to like, what. Say, like, what did we do that week? Did I like jump up and down or like fucking, I don't know, but, uh, yeah. no, it's just, like I said, people must really fucking cult following. That is probably the biggest movie that I didn't think had a cult following mm-hmm. that proved to me had a cult following. Right. Cause I probably said in the end episode about three times, like who likes this shit, dude, yeah. honestly, like a thousand people at least. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like they were like, Oh yeah, motherfucker. I like Guyver. Yeah. I never read the comments though. Probably should have. There's not a whole lot of comments. No. There's not usually a lot of comments on our stuff. What like about on whole, Spotify? <clears throat> they don't. They can't leave comments. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know. Well, I just got Spotify the other day. Oh, I see. Gave us a follow. No, they. the thing about the the anything outside of YouTube, they can't interact with. They huh. can just listen to. Yeah, I got Spotify because some of these guys that I've got friends with on TikTok, like mm-hmm. you can't download. Well, they don't have their shit on YouTube, so. Yeah, they got it on other podcasting platforms. No, I mean, there's other things like Podcast Addict is what I used to use. Well, he was like, oh, it's on Apple Music. I'm like, I don't have Apple Music. Not getting Apple Music. Uh, he's like, it's Spotify. I'm like, ah, now that I could get. Mm-hmm. So That's us. We're on a few things. I uh, I tried to get us on, a, like, We're on iTunes. as many of the biggest ones. Yeah. yeah. That I could like the little ones. I try not to worry about too much because 
I've heard from other podcasters, like, you won't need to try to get on every single platform, but it's just, like, a second job just trying to, like, keep track of all that shit. Right. And it's, like, as long as we're on the biggest platforms, we'll be all right. I was going to say, YouTube and Spotify alone put us, like, up there. You know what I mean? Because everybody has one of those two. Exactly. But, uh. I mean, I, we, we can start. I just, I miss talking to you, bro. <laughs> no, it feels good. I've been being sick and just laying in bed and dying for a week, not having like anyone to talk to. I don't know, bro. I felt bad. I was like, man, I should call him. Like, I should be like, see how he is. But well, then I talked to Steve-O and he's like, yeah, I talked to him. He says he's doing better now. I'm like, oh, that's good. And then Ashley told me that you had posted on Facebook that you were back at work. And I was like, well, I mean, he's at least moving. So that's good. It sucked too because like, laying in bed for a week and not eating i lost 20 pounds and you lose your muscle and you lose your like ability to breathe properly so when i went back to work like even though i'm a sanitation person i have to walk around with a broom i was like getting out of breath like an old man and like my muscles hurt i was like what the fuck is this like i just felt like a 90 year old man yeah it's yeah because you ain't done nothing exactly you've been laying dormant just laying just drinking powerade for a week that's it. Try to get some fucking electrolytes in you. Yeah. Because I was sweat. Ugh, I don't wish that shit on my worst enemy dog. Like, I know. That's that what I was telling terrible. a friend of mine. I was because her family's getting sick and I'm like, I really hope it's not COVID because I'm like. <laughs> I fuck. I told you, man, I lost an aunt and a cousin to this shit this year. Yeah. Like, it's fucking. I didn't want to believe it was this fucking serious, but like numbers are proving me wrong. And bro. that's the that's the thing is when I was sick, like I did have that thought, like, am I going to go? Like, and it's scary. That's why it would, it would have been the same way. Had I known what I had when I had it, it would have fucking, it, I mean, I didn't even know. And I still thought like, fuck dude, I've never been this sick before. Like, you know, when something's wrong with you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how I felt. Cause I had never felt that way before. I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then I hear people like got it and didn't even have symptoms. I'm like, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. I had the worst <laughs> possible. I think I had 21 and nobody told me like, you know what I mean? Right. Was it COVID-19? I skipped that shit. I had 21. <laughs> I'm like the mother virus. Like, no, I think it is just that bad. Like I felt like I was patient zero on that motherfucker. <clears throat> like I got it from the fucking bat. Yeah. Right. Like somebody slipped that shit into my food and didn't tell me. Yeah. It, it sucks. But yeah. But anyway, yeah, I'm glad to be back too. Yeah, that's good. <sighs> glad you're better. Thanks. 